welcome to the Congleton Town Football Club podcast. The new adventure is about to begin. Congleton Town will start their league campaign this weekend. And for the first time, that will be in the Midland Football League. So what can we expect? Well, we'll be getting the perspective from the league secretary. But our first guest is a Congleton Town player who knows what it takes to win the Midland Football League Premier Division. If you've not guessed already, then it's new signing Carl Dickinson, who was player manager of Hanley Town when they won the Midland Premier Division in 2022. Thanks for joining us on the podcast and welcome to Congleton. Thank you very much. Delighted to be here. So first of all, obviously you're here now at Congleton, but it was announced earlier this summer you'd signed for another non-league club. So I just wondered whether you'd mind telling us how that situation changed and how the opportunity kind of arose for you to join Congleton. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I obviously signed for Berry at the start and, you know, I, it was one of them. I was pleased to be joining a massive club for the level that they're at in terms of being back at the, the main ground as well. And I saw that as a, a good opportunity for me to, you know, be a part of that and, and play at a proper stadium again with fans back through the door there and, and how well we'd done things. But it just became evident quite quickly that I had underestimated the journey times midweek, a journey time that should have only taken me an hour and 10, an hour and 15 minutes, was taking me well over two hours to get there on a Tuesday and Thursday night. And with my work, I wasn't getting home till quarter past, half past 11 at night. And then I'm up at five o'clock every morning for work. And, you know, I was I was knackered. And there were some days where, because I wasn't, I was having to finish work, then go straight to Bury, and get home late go straight to work again in the morning. I wasn't seeing my family for a day and a half, my wife and kids. And I've done enough of that over the years, playing full-time where I've been at different clubs and missed out on seeing my family and my kids. And, you know, football's not my job anymore. It just became evident quite quickly that it was just going to be too much pressure on myself, and my family, and it just wasn't going to be feasible. I'd have ended up running myself into the ground. And, probably making myself unhappy and I think it was just the the right time before the ball had been kicked properly in, in the season that you know I did make sure I was I was closer back to home and uh, I've known Duss a good few years when playing together at Port Vale and it was just a little message saying are you interested in any players um, and, and it just went from there and, and within two or three days it was all sorted so no, I'm delighted to be part of Congleton. I know the success that they had last year as well, and obviously moving a league that you know I, I know quite well. Um, I'm looking forward to it, and I can't wait to to get going and being part of hopefully the group having another good season. What have you made of the of the team and the club so far? Because you've been here a few weeks now. I know quite a few of the lads anyway, um, so I know like Matt, Dan Needham. Um, and, and a few of the others so that always helps when you are joining a new team but yeah I, I know that I'm joining a good group a group that's like I say was successful last year in the cup competitions was probably disappointed in terms of their league position for the teams I, I, and I get the the amount of games in that league was insane in terms of the cup competitions as well so it all mounts up but um, for me it's not only just being part of a good team is being part of a good group of lads as well. You can see this, the cohesion that they've got together already and, and the banter flying around. And I, I want to be a part of something like that. And it does make life a hell of a lot easier when you have got a group that's 
just as accepting as the good groups that I've been lucky enough to to be a part of. So, yeah, like I say, it's, it's been easy for me to settle in. Um, it's a fantastic group of lads. And, yeah, I'm, I'm, I know that we've got good quality throughout the squad, not just experience, but we've got some young lads that are going to be exciting and, and hopefully they can kick on and perform well this year. And, yeah, like I say, I'm, I'm, I'm just looking forward to, to enjoying the, the league and being part of a group that, like I say, can hopefully be right up there. This is obviously a new league, a new adventure for Congleton Town, but it's a league that you know um, well. You won the Midland Football League as a player manager of Hanley Town in 2022. So does this league kind of bring back fond memories for you? Yeah, I, I mean, when I saw that Congleton were, were obviously moving to the, the Midland League, I was like, brilliant. It's still closer to home for me for a lot of the fixtures as well. So um, that was really good. But no, like I said, it, it's... You know, I've got great memories of, of what we achieved at, at Hanley. But it's a different league now. Don't get me wrong, there's still quite a few teams that were in there when, when I was there. But it's a completely different league. You know, it's, it's going to be a tough league as well because there's some good teams still in there that haven't been able to get out of it. Um, that I'm sure we'll be looking to kick on again and and be that, that first place team that, that gets that spot that goes straight up. You mentioned there how the leagues change. What can Congleton Town, do you think, expect from the Midland League? I think um, there's going to be games where we're going to have a lot of the ball and potentially teams might be a bit more defensive-minded uh, throughout the game. So in terms of that, we've got to be patient in the way we do things. We can already tell that we've got a fit group, so that's going to help massively as well. But yeah, it's just it's just making sure that standards are there week in, week out. If that's one of the biggest things that I stressed to when I was manager at Hanley was was just standards and making sure there was going to be games that were going to be difficult, away games at places like AFC Wolfrunians, Schiffnell, you know, Tividale, places like that. There can be some difficult places to go. And there's some good teams and some good players at this level that probably could be playing higher. And from what I've seen at the levels, so it is going to be a tough league. Like say you've got Highgate who did really well last year that are going to be looking to kick on again. But it's just it's just more making sure that the tactics we set out from the start of the season, what Dawson and Griff are going to put in place, that we just keep believing in that. Don't get me wrong, it's not always going to go to plan every game, but it's making sure that you keep believing in what you're doing and, and just work as hard as you can to keep doing that. And I'm sure with the quality we've got throughout the squad, we should be able to, to make sure we win quite a lot of football games in this league. What were some of your kind of favourite away days? What can kind of the fans look forward to? Well, one was a team that they ended did end up getting promoted the same year as as Hanley, and that was Bolmere. That was a good, that was a great result. Um, but in terms of the ones Congleton fans are going to visit, Shiftnall is a, a nice place to go. It'll be a tough game, but it's a it's a decent setup. Romulus, good setup there on the four G, and that'll be a tough game there. They've got some good lads there. Highgate, obviously for. The season they had last year, that's a tough place to go. <laughs> it's like it's in the middle of nowhere, but it's a, it's a decent setup. And some of the others, you're going to go to some tough places with some tough pitches, like a Utoxa, like a Stone Old Delanians. You know, it's it, it's going to be difficult places to go. Um, we're going to have to be able to to mix our game up a hell of a lot because we're going to be playing four Gs, pitches that aren't great, and yeah, like I say. We just got to make sure we keep believing in, in what Dawson Griff are trying to stress to us and how they want us to play. And I'm sure if we do that, we'll be able to have some good times at home 
and away from home. You obviously didn't need the playoffs in 2022 as Hanley were promoted as champions, but obviously there's the addition of playoffs at this level, meaning that more teams will have a chance of promotion come the end of the season. Do you think it's a welcome addition? Oh, I think it's needed. Um, for me, I don't get all this playoff with a team that hasn't done great from the league above. You know, at the end of the day, the teams that are in and around the playoffs deserve to be there. Um, in the league and I think it's a, a better way for teams to, to obviously move up the leagues and I think it's a fairer way of doing it like you say because it is like that there's going to be some big teams in this league vying for those places you can't help but be excited I mean like you say we're starting at Litchfield on, on Saturday they're a tough team I'll, I'll go back to the two games I played against them for, for Hanley they were two tough games and Ivor has got them fit, strong, organised. So it's going to be a hell of a difficult game when we rock up there on, on Saturday. But these are the games that you want. These are the games that you want to play in and you want to be able to go and get three points and, and you know, put a marker down early doors. One of the talking points ahead of the season has obviously been the travelling. Obviously, Hanley Town's a few miles nearer to a lot of the Midland clubs than Congleton. But how did you and the, kind of the team find the travelling? To be honest, it it wasn't too bad for us at all. I think the furthest game we had in that league that season was probably Worcester away. There might have been one or two others that have been close by to that. But I think more often than not, every game was within an hour and a half distance. So it wasn't too bad at all. And, and the thing is, in this league as well, uh, from what I've seen fixture-wise, I think there's only a couple of Tuesday night games as well. So, which makes it, you know, yes, I know the, the game will get postponed potentially for, throughout the season, cup games, etc. But I think that plays a massive role in, you know, not only lads being able to stay fit, but the, the distance travelled midweek as well. Um, I think that can that can be huge. Um, you know, you don't want to be rocking up somewhere an hour and a half, over an hour and a half travel on a Tuesday night. You know, that's when games can become difficult. But like I said, we, we're going to have some really good, exciting away days I just, I just think I can tell from you know the, the the fixtures that I played in and the training sessions that the lads are just bang up for for getting the season started, and we've got to make sure we take that excitement and use it in the right way to hopefully go and get off to a, a good start on Saturday. Do you enjoy being back on the football pitch now without having that kind of added responsibility and I guess the worry of being a manager? I loved being player manager at Hanley Town. Uh, I loved doing that and. I think for any person that's in management, being able to to look out and see the way you want your team to play and to see them executing that and, and getting points on the board, scoring goals and enjoying foot, their football, I think that's always the biggest thing you want to see as a manager. But for me, yes, I love the management side and potentially, who knows, one day maybe that in the future it'll happen again. But I still love playing football. I still feel fit. I still feel strong. Yes, I'm 36. I might be a little bit slower in the legs, but I've still got that appetite and that enthusiasm of winning football matches and and standing there ready to walk out on the pitch and, and having that little buzz about going, come on then, it's game time. Let's go. And I think while I've still got that and I still feel like I'm capable of you know, performing well, I'll keep doing it for as long as possible. I always make sure I keep myself fit. But yeah, in terms, in terms of the management side... I'm here to help as much as possible. I'm not here to dictate what 
should be doing what or anything like that. I'm here to enjoy my football. And if there's any way I can help Duff, Griff, the lads on or off the pitch, then I'm willing to do that. But for me, I just want to enjoy my football uh, and have a smile on my face on a, on a Saturday afternoon. Do you think being a manager has perhaps changed your perspective as a player at all? Um, I think I possibly learned to, I'd say, control my emotions a little bit better. Um, I'm quite, a, I'm quite a fiery character, but yeah, I think, I think just more in terms of the way I speak to people from different ages, different backgrounds, and trying to learn that. I think that was one of the biggest things I learned in terms of being able to have different ways of getting your your point across to different characters and I think that's what I've learned for me at the end of the day this this isn't people's livelihoods I think we've got to remember that yes we're obviously serious about winning a game of football and and doing well but football's got to be enjoyed and and if you're working your backside off all week training twice a week and then you're turning up on a Saturday thinking, oh, I'm not really sure about this, then what are we doing it for? You know, you, it's one of them. And we've got to make sure, and I've got to make sure I be, I help create an environment for myself and for the rest of the lads and help us and Griffs. You, you, you enjoy coming into train. You enjoy coming in to play games. And you know, no matter what, it's a group that's going to, work the backsides off for each other and enjoy what they're doing. Are we going to get it right all the time? No, we're not. But we know what we want to do. And yeah, I think um, I think the biggest thing is for me is just trying to, I'd say probably just be in the moment a bit more. I think sometimes, especially when I was younger as a player, I almost put too much pressure on myself to go and perform. And I think as I have got older, you, you realise there's a lot more things that aren't in your control. And and it's just about how you can manage that and how you behave with that and, and how you portray that across to players, teammates, etc. And and how you all move forward and, and making sure that you're doing the right things. You mentioned there about enjoyment. If my maths is correct, this is your 20th season in senior football. During that time, you've played over 500 games, which is an incredible achievement. You mentioned there that you still get that buzz when the season starts on a match day. What is it that you enjoy about football? I still love having that winning feeling. I just I just want to win games of football. I know it's not going to happen all the time, but I, I just love that feeling of standing there, getting ready to go on a pitch, going right. It's 11 men against 11 men for 90 minutes. Let's just go and give it a right go. Uh, and go and give it everything you've got for 90 minutes out of your day on a Saturday. And if win, lose and draw, you can shake hands. And now in this league, I can have a beer after. But yeah, and, and like I say, I, I think if you ask quite a lot of the lads that played full-time coming into these uh, part-time leagues, I think they might say they, they've enjoyed certain times a bit more than when they did full time, because like you say, you can you can have a a, a battle up with another team for ninety minutes, and you shake hands, you go in the clubhouse, you have a bit of food, you have a beer, shake hands, and and, and that's it. And I think more, more football needs to be like that. But yeah, I I just love the feeling of the training and knowing that you've trained all week or the two days, especially for when we do train, knowing that you you're going to go for ninety minutes on a Saturday 
and try everything to win a game of football. Whilst I've still got a feeling that I want to give everything I've got, I'll keep doing it and feel as fit as I do. Well, we look forward to seeing you on the pitch for Congleton Town this season. Thanks for joining us, Carl, and all the best for the season. Appreciate that, mate. Thank you. Next, we will get the inside knowledge from the league itself, when we'll hear from Nigel Wood, who is the league secretary of the Midland Football League. Thank you for joining us, Nigel, as I know this will be a really busy time for you. I guess the best place to start is if you could perhaps give our listeners an overview of the Midland Football League, please. Yeah, so we started in 2014 with the result of a merger between two leagues, which was the Midland Football Alliance, who operated one division at Step 5. And then there was a Midland Football combination that was Step 6 and below. After you know doing our due diligence, we decided the best thing for Midlands football was to join together. That meant it was quite a big organisation, 100 teams or uh, 94 clubs. So, yeah, it was a big undertaking. However, uh, we started, say, 2014, and um, it's been good ever since. Got a strong competition to some degree, as every other league at this level will probably say. This is a new league for Congleton Town this season. What can they expect from being part of the Midland Football League? From the football point of view, probably wouldn't be much of a difference. Obviously, because you're now on the outskirts of our area, um, there's a bit more travelling potentially uh, involved. Um, Also going, you're going towards Birmingham a lot in the black country, instead of going up to Manchester and Blackpool. So, yeah, it'd be a bit of a culture shock. I'm not sure the style of football changes much. Within the Midlands, sort of the Birmingham, Solihull and West Midland area, there's quite a turnaround of players because we have quite a lot of players that do move around that those clubs. Um, we did take Whitchurch out Allport last year. So they're probably a barometer of their last year's performance, which was about mid-table. Um, so, yeah, they're probably the one that um, are the thermometer of where you can expect. What do you think the supporters will enjoy the most about being part of the league and what can they look forward to? I think really, as with with any sort of adventure in a way, it's new grounds. It's like a FA Vars tie every week. Obviously, you know, after one year, that, that's not the case. But we've got quite a few new teams in this year, um, either being promoted, moved sideways. We've lost a few as well. But yeah, that, that's it. It'll be an adventure for them. I think you'd, uh, you've probably already come across, North, well, definitely Northwich, Stone Alderlanians, maybe Whitchurch, who have moved down from the Northwest Counties in the past couple of seasons. There were lots of new grounds for Congleton Town supporters to visit this season. Are there any particular grounds supporters need to make sure is on their list to visit? It's a bit hard as league secretary for me to say because they're all they're all supposed. You know, everyone's everyone's a good ground. I would say from a um, surroundings point of view, the two that potentially stand out would be the two on the River Severn, that's Bewley Town and Starport Swifts. Starport's sometimes called Birmingham by the sea. It's nowhere near the sea, but it's, it's a Birmingham uh, a thing that they seem to quote as. Um, that's a very picturesque town. 
the ground is right in the sort of by the town centre. It's a, a lovely place. And Beaudley is exactly the same on the River Severn. It is prone to flooding in, in uh, sort of bad weather in the winter, but yeah, it's uh, very good. Atmosphere, you've got Atherston Town, who in a previous guise were a higher level. So that's like an old-fashioned non-league step three or four ground. Romulus play at a purpose-built stadium, Vale Stadium. Um, that's a good good ground. AFC Wolfrunians as well. They, they tend to be one big stand at the side and then just go around. Um, but yeah, they're all pretty decent. Probably if I was going to do it was the Starport and Bugler. Fantastic. And Starport Swift is one of the first away trips Congleton have this season. So I guess the fans will be looking forward to going there at the end of this month. Um, you mentioned there that there's been quite a bit of upheaval, I guess, in terms of new teams. Some teams have gone. The addition of the playoffs as well adds an extra level, I think, to, 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 to this step. And actually a number of teams, several teams have changed managers as well. So would you say there's kind of an extra level of kind of intrigue about the Midland Football League this season? The managers change every season. It's going into the season looking at, if you look at last year, and then you went back to the previous year, there'd be a complete turnaround with the the tables. Managers do seem to move around for whatever reason, better opportunities. I'd also sort of say that the um, the new clubs coming in, I say you've got yourselves, Dudley Town who got promoted, Northwich, you I mean you talked to were in it and got reprieved. It, it will make it different because of the playoffs as well which we noticed, which were introduced at Step 6 last year in our Division 1. The clubs that were in it, obviously, if you win it, it's great. If you don't go through the playoffs, it's a, it's, it's sort of the hardest thing. But generally, it created a lot more interest towards the end of the season because in that division, if it hadn't have been playoffs, the second team would have wrapped it up by the middle of April. So, but that, as it happened, they went, they went through anyway. But, I mean, the level of interest in the playoffs, you're sort of going your sort of your average gate times five easily. Yeah, absolutely. And one thing that I've noticed is that all seven of the league champions since the league was formed in 2014, like like you mentioned, mm-hmm. actually are still higher up in the, the pyramid. Some even two steps or even higher. I think it's Hereford that are in the, in the National League. Does this show the standard of the teams that have kind of come through the league? And actually, does it show that actually how it's put them in good stead then for future seasons? Yeah, I I think it's also a kind of testament to the general standard of, I'll call it West Midlands football, but football around that area, in as much as there are a lot of teams. And I I mean, Hereford, Alpchurch, they even had Rushall Olympic, who came through the MFA previously. We don't get many teams. We haven't got many teams who have played at a higher level. I think Romulus are probably the only one who currently who have been at step four in the past ten years. So they've all, and we've always promoted somebody. This year it was two. They should be okay because it's a, quite a big pool of players around the Midlands. And I think sometimes as well, players generally 
go to step four and you're at step four. So you, if a club gets to step four, as with, as with step five, as with our Premier Division, you can attract players from the divisions below. So you sort of, but you cherry picked from the division above as well. So, so there's a bit of a churn, but generally they're doing well and hopefully that that will continue. Congleton Town won the Macron Cup last season, which is the League Cup for the Northwest Counties Football League. What cup competitions are held in the Midland Football League that Congleton Town fans can hopefully look forward to this season? Well, the one is the uh, League Cup. It hasn't got a, I think it's got a sponsor this year at the moment. So, but it's open to all teams in the Premier Division and Division One. That is run on the first, well, definitely the first um, round on a regional basis. And the region gets bigger and bigger as teams get knocked out. The final has already been set. Well, it's set for either the last day in April or the 30th or May the 1st next year at uh, Walsall Football Club. So that's all set in stone. So we'll... All the clubs in Premier Division 1 are entered in it. That's our only cup competition. I think it's enough, to be honest, because of the uh, you know the vagaries of the British weather. There's also, you're obviously in the FA Bars and um, FA Cup. And probably your, is it the Cheshire County Cup? It certainly is. And the Cheshire Senior Cup is a competition Congleton Town actually won last season. You mentioned there about the fixtures and the weather. Obviously, there is less teams in this league. I think it's 18 teams in the, in the, 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 yeah, the Premier correct. Division compared to perhaps other teams where the Norfolk Counties League, I think, have got 24. What difference that does... Is not, I'll just say that's not a bad doing. Of course. But what kind of difference do, 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 does that have? Does it make things slightly easier? Do you think it makes it more competitive? It probably makes it more competitive at the bottom end. The relegation path. Um, I mean, there is a school of thought that it's unfair. The team gets relegated, three get relegated or, um, out of the 18, as well as three get relegated out of 24. There's there's more surviving in the 24. I think it's more the free Saturdays because if we could, and everyone's wise after the event, but if if somebody could tell me when the bad weather's coming, we'll we'll have a shutdown, but we, I mean, I think it was last year, it was March was was a, a bad month and probably a bit of April as well. So we can't plan that. There are certain days where you haven't got fixtures. They'll be held back in case there is bad weather. But generally they're just, uh, um, and if we don't have any, we have tried to put a couple of um, midweek fixtures in because people want midweek fixtures, whereas we could actually accommodate everybody on a Saturday this year with 18. With 22, you'd have more uh, midweek fixtures. So it's a challenge in trying to almost, with, with only having 34 fixtures for each team, to spread it out so that you've got the initial interest at the start. I mean, that's why probably the Northwest Counties and a couple of other leagues started July in July. 30th, was it? 31st? We, If we'd have started then, we'd be finished by March. So it finishes one week earlier and then we've got the playoffs booked for the Saturday after and then the, the final would be the Saturday after that. Last year, we had to concertina in Wednesday, Saturday or Tuesday, Saturday. But we feel we've got the opportunity this year to give clubs a free run 
a week's rest. Also, if you're going to get a gate of over a thousand, you need to plan your playoff semi-final. So it, it gives us more opportunity for that. So it is a, a challenge, but it's one that I think you know we're we're well versed. I think we had twenty last year, so it's only a couple of games less. Obviously, the season has already begun in some of the divisions yeah. within the middle of football league. The Premier Division starts this weekend. What are you most looking yeah. forward to about that new season starting? I think um, it's just to see with the churn that we've spoken about with managers, players, uh, clubs, just to see that the start, who's the the front runners? You can't win the league. What do they say? You can't win the league in August, but you can lose it. I think, but um, you know it. Yeah, it, it'd be interesting. There's some if they carry on from last season and either strengthened. And I suppose if you ask every manager in the league, they'll have strengthened. They'll all say they've strengthened their thing, but the proof's in the in the playing, isn't it? We had some decent. We seem to have a few decent results in the FA Cup on Saturday. Some were expected to win. I'm not sure any. You know how many won against the team above in you know uh, our league, but. We seem to do okay. Um, and then it's really on to the, the preliminary round. Um, we'd like to see a run in the Vars. That's even though we've, as you say, we've promoted clubs through to step four, other than Hereford, we haven't got a team get to the final for about, you know, that, that's 15 years or 20 years. So that'd be nice to get a, a run through. And what's your favourite thing about being involved in the Midland Football League? I think it's just a case of being involved with a competition that is a fair geographical spread. Um, we go over to the Welsh border, to Leicestershire, up to yourselves now, and into Worcestershire. So it's it's a it's a big area. We've got a good name within the area. People aspire to want to play. We have to turn clubs away in Division 3 every year because they want to come to us. So that's the bit that I like. I look forward to every year, just all the divisions, every, you know, even down to the under-21s, just try, you know, to see who's who's up and about, who's going to be the front runners, who's going to struggle. And we look forward to hopefully seeing you at the Cleric Stadium at some point during the season. Well, I'll be making a trip up at some point, so I look forward to meeting you. If you're listening to this and you're a supporter of a Midland Football League club other than Congleton Town, you may be wondering what you can expect when you visit the Cleric Stadium. Groundhopper Rob Burrows was at the FA Cup game last weekend and has shared his thoughts on his visit to Congleton. I visited Congleton Town last Saturday for the FA Cup Extra Preliminary game against Withenshaw. It was a very nice ground. I enjoyed my visit there. It's a decent ground to go when there's a bit of rain in the air because there's a stands on each side. The stand behind one of the goals is, is quite large as well. There was plenty of room for for the Congleton supporters and me to stand in there. The club only just briefly went into, but seemed quite nice in there as well. And the cafe as well was, was reasonably priced. I'd already eaten, so I had a cup of tea, but the burgers and chips looked quite good for people buying them there. And there was a very good club shop as well. And there was a choice of four or five pin badges, which is, which is unheard of, really. You're lucky to get one at most clubs. So I had to make a choice for a change. But yeah, overall, a, a very good ground to visit. And I enjoyed my visit there. And maybe I'll go back again one day, really. And I think the uh, 
the teams of the Midland League who haven't been there probably before will enjoy their visits up there. Thanks to Rob for sending us his reflections. That's it for this week's podcast, but we'll be back next week when we'll reflect on Congleton Town's start to the league season. It all kicks off this Saturday as the Bears travel to Litchfield City in their opening league game before they welcome you Toxter Town to the Cleric Stadium on Tuesday the 15th of August. We hope to see you there, but until then, thank you for listening to the Congleton Town Football Club podcast. Bye.